Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The print took 10 hours, but then, you know, halfway through that, at two in the morning or whatever, something went wrong and the whole thing was ruined. No, this Such isn't your investment. grandma's printer that you just push print and it's like magically there. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. I'm Grace. And this is a podcast about discovering science in the world around you. Ooh, that was a good one. Was that fresh? Was that nice? Yeah, that was a fresh new one. If you've been here for a minute and you're OGRT, you know that we have not figured (laughs) out our intro. No, I don't know if we ever will, honestly. I don't know if we will either. It's funny because we know what the podcast is about, but we just can't, we haven't found the butter yet. Yeah, we haven't found like the exact wording. It's not that serious, you know? Life is too serious to be like, no. this is what we do in and out of every video. It's like, okay, pal, relax. <laughs> like, it's not that deep. Yeah. Like, we're just here, have a good time, learn about science, and, you know, we're just chit chatting. Hang out. Yeah, we're chit chatting. I just listened to, because um, our last week episode just posted, we're recording this on the Monday when the turtle episode came out, and I listened to it this morning. In it, we said some, I think we said, the podcast is a chit chat with a side of science, I think was it is. how we described it. Yeah, if you could put Josh and I around a campfire and like every yeah. now and then we throw in a little science thing, that's where we would thrive. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it is. That's totally That's totally what it is. It's casual conversation with a, with a side of science. Oh, I like that. How you doing? How, how How's things? I'm good. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably like, Grace, where are you? Um, I'm in my yeah. childhood bedroom currently. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm home in North okay. Carolina for a week. Yeah. One of my friends just got married. I was in her wedding um, as a bridesmaid and decided just to, you know, stick out in North Carolina for a little bit, um, film some videos and stuff. So I'm, I'm literally sitting in my childhood bedroom recording this podcast on the ground it's the only place in my house that doesn't echo otherwise you guys would get some mad echo going on and i've been told uh because grace and i can't see each other we don't do like a video call we just do like an audio just a regular phone call yeah i've been told that you you are like camouflaged in with the wall yeah if you're watching this i'm so sorry i'm gonna fix it for the next pod but like yeah i (laughs) My skin tone very much matches the wall color of my room right now. So, nice. like, if I lean backwards, like, literally my hand is on the wall. If you're watching this at home, like, I very much blend in. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's an fine. Od- It's a podcast first, right? We, we're yeah. a pod- we are an audio podcast first. Yeah, know? first so. and foremost. Uh, how have you been? Yeah. What you been up to? Um, I've been good. Just the same, exact same stuff. I, I Like I said, I listened to the last episode this morning where I talked about a bunch of band stuff and that's still the case. Like it's still, I'm sorry if anyone out there is <laughs> tired of hearing of, hearing Lantern of by band C. stuff. Lantern by Sea, listen to them. Yeah, Lantern by Sea. Um, but 
it's still that's still what's going on we're still hard at work on a lot of really cool things that we're really excited about you know i mean we got shows we got mm. singles coming out we're, music videos we're filming like it's there's Whoa. a lot of stuff going on but dang yeah it's it's good good stuff though so that's all that matters that's honestly really sick Back on the Pokemon Go thing, you know how I've been. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, quick update to that. I tr- I wanted to download it on my phone. My phone is too old. It just couldn't. It was so like laggy and terrible. Shut up. I couldn't, I couldn't run it. It You tried work. to join the Pokemon Go crew. Uh, I tried to get in and catch them all. Josh, you got to get work. a new phone. The second that newest one drops in September... I am all over that thing. So the first app you're going to download is Pokemon Go so we can be friends, right? Yeah, I'm not going to even have anything else on the phone. I'm not going to transfer <laughs> anything over for my old one. It's just going to be Pokemon Go. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah. My sister is like a huge Pokemon Go person. So she deleted the app. She's okay. been playing since it came out all the way through college. So she's been playing for like eight right. years. Like I kid you right. not. And I was like, Lauren, I started playing Pokemon Go again. And she was like, oh, yeah, what you got? And I just like, oh, my gosh, I got like a Charizard and blah, blah, blah. She has like all the elite Pokemon, like upgraded, mega upgraded, mega, like mega stat. Like she has like a rare exclusive Pokemon that like I didn't even know existed or had heard of before. (laughs) Um, And so we've just been like spending our time going to spots together and like going and doing raids and like all uh, all the things. So if you are a Pokemon Go fan, you can add me as a friend on Pokemon Go so that I can send you gifts and you can send me gifts and we can be besties. And then when Josh gets a new phone, we'll add in him and him in here too. My username is Grace D95965. Grace D95965. So go ahead and add me on Pokemon Go as a friend. We can do raids together and battle and all that, that good stuff. My sister has like, legendary special pokemon and like blows me out of the water she's like the old master and you you just you're like the young young hot shot that came in or like oh yeah pokemon go and she's like come on yeah so we rent our clothes and so we went to go return our rented clothes today that we had rented for the wedding and uh we took ray with us and we stopped at like stops along the way and like collected all kinds of stuff (laughs) with ray in the car just the three of us just like sitting there in the car Uh, ray's like what's happening sounds like a great time it was fantastic ray's the family dog by the way in case you guys the family dog yeah yeah for anyone that doesn't know i love ray i love grace's (laughs) dog she used to when she lived in uh utah she had ray here for a while and i I loved that dog. Literally anytime she goes home, Grace goes home, I'm like <laughs> eagerly waiting for p- pictures of Ray because she always said, and literally that was like the first thing you said to me when you got home to your parents, you sent like a picture of Ray or Yeah, whatever. I don't even think I told you. I was like, hey, I'm free if you need me. I think I literally just sent no. you a video of Ray. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was literally the it was the first thing. Like I knew you were flying out or whatever on like the Thursday, and I but I didn't hear from you all day. And then it was just like a picture of Ray or a, a yeah, video of great. Ray, and I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> You're yeah, like, "She's back." It's the best. It's awesome. Yeah. Should we uh, read some rating and reviews? Yeah, I think now that we've had our uh, Pokemon corner, we should get yeah. into some ratings and reviews. Pokemon corner, I love it. Are you ready for the ratings and reviews? 
I, I don't know what this voice is, but I'm so ready for today's <laughs> interviews. Friends, if you like the pod, leave us a rating or review about what we talked about on the podcast today, a joke, a podcast topic. If you just want to tell us hello, hi, whatever, uh, you can leave it on yeah. Apple. You can leave it on Spotify. You can email us at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. Little Spotify update. I did go in and change the question that it asks ho, ho, ho. after each episode. So now it does ask you, like, what do you want to hear next? So now that is a great place. If you listen on Spotify and you want to pitch us a topic, um, now you have a place to do it right in Spotify. This says OGRT, five stars, ding, 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 from the Kreutz fam, K-R-E-U-T-Z fam. And they said, I was writing to you about your 100th episode. I think you should have a fan, specifically me, to record the episode mm-hmm. with you. Thanks for reading. I think that could be a good idea. Josh and I have some really fun things in the works for the 100th episode, possibly. Yeah, we don't have a the, an exact idea, but we did kind of float some idea of having, you know, having the Science Pals listeners be involved um, in a way. We are like dangerously close to that. So we really probably should nail <laughs> nail down what we want to do. <laughs> we won't decide that until the week of, Josh. Let's be real. No, I mean, dude, week, week of, it will be week. <laughs> it'll be like day of. We'll be like, oh, I guess we should probably do this. So I've got an email and this is the topic for this one. And funny enough, Ooh. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it might be the same person that might have left that rating interview. Oh my gosh. You said it was Kreutz fam? Yep. Well, that's this person's last name. So, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let us know. Write in again. Let us know if we're reading two of your uh, things. Yeah, my brain is hurting. But I do know that this person has written in a few times. Like, they're a, they're a loyal science pal. So, thank you so much, Scott. Very OGRT of them. They said, Hi, Grace and Josh. I really love your podcast, I love your videos. My favorite is the snack launcher. That was a classic. You remember that one? Oh, if only you guys saw the behind the scenes of that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, we run a YouTube channel called T-Core and we make uh, videos there, science. We used to make kind of DIY build stuff. One of those that came out last year, I think, was like yep. a snack launcher thing to shoot. You could shoot like M&Ms and it was an interesting <sighs> one. It, it went through a major design change uh, halfway through the video. Major, major. <laughs> major, yeah, ma- very major. Um, but hey, it worked out in the end. It so. did. The email goes on to say, I think you should do an episode on 3D printers. If you need any help, just email me. And then they had a rating of five stars. Uh, Scott, thank you so much for that rating and uh, suggesting 3D printers. Yes. Thank you, Scott. I have no history with 3D printer of using a 3D printer. I've been around them, obviously. and But Grace, you've got mm, uh, I a do. little history. I have beef with a 3D printer. You got some beef. <laughs> you got some beef. <laughs> Got some thick beef there. 3D printers, they are fantastic. And I'm going to get into this rant a little bit after this break. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Listen, okay, so okay. my okay. deal with 3D printers is they are a wonderful tool. Wonderful. Like, yeah. don't get yeah. me wrong, they are so awesome. When you know how to use it, there is a steep mm. learning curve. I watch YouTube videos, like getting this thing to level, making sure it printed properly. Like, there is a very steep learning curve. Once you get past it, yeah. you're golden. Like you are good to okay. go. You can you could print a whole computer if you wanted to. Like the the right. the, the, the possibilities are absolutely endless with three D printing. If you don't know what they are, three D printers are a new generation of machines that can make literally everyday things: coffee cup, computer case, phone case, extra finger. I don't know whatever you need. It can <laughs> print, <laughs> like literally. They're remarkable because they can produce different kinds of objects in different materials, all from the same machine. Just from, uh, yeah, like I said before the break uh, that I did not have any like firsthand experience. I have not like used one. But from everything I saw watching, I mean, I w obviously watched Grace use it, but then even in the past, like previous T-Core hosts and stuff, mm. watch we had a 3D printer before. Man, it seems so complicated and so like finicky. Just, just so finicky. Very you know, like finicky, very finicky. One little thing goes wrong and the whole print just like it is a disaster, falls apart and yeah. just, you know. The print took 10 hours, but then, yeah. you know, halfway through that, <laughs> at two in the morning or whatever, something went wrong and the whole thing was ruined. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's hard. No, it's this isn't your grandma's <laughs> printer that you just push print and it's like magically there. But yes, yeah. I had to set alarms throughout the night. I felt like I was <laughs> like watching an infant or a child. Yeah, I would just like yeah. go look at it and make sure it wasn't like all jacked up. Uh, there are different types of 3D printers, some better okay. than others, where they aren't going to be so jank and finicky. But okay. once you figure it out, everything is pretty smooth sailing with them. I mean, you can make anything from a ceramic cup to plastic toys to metal machine parts. Like literally you can use it like you put like mud in it essentially. Like yeah, yeah. hard mud filament and make like a vase. Wild. Fancy chocolate cakes, which is crazy. And maybe even one day soon, human body parts. Yeah, I've been hearing about that for a long time, about yep. them printing, taking, uh, what, like stem cells mm -hmm. and printing things. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that would be huge if that could work huge. out. So hopefully, hopefully they figure that one out. They replace traditional factory and production lines with a single machine, just like homemade ink jet printers replace bottles of ink, a printing press, hot metal types, and a drying rack. Right. They, they've really changed the game. So if you look closely with a microscope, at a page of text from your home printer, you'll see okay. that the letters don't just stain the paper. They're actually sitting slightly on top of the surface of the paper. Really? Yes. 
I promise this applies, so just like stick with me a little longer. I know we took like a okay. hard we took a hard left here, but it's okay. So in theory, if you printed over that same page a few thousand times, eventually the ink would build up enough layers on top of each other to create a solid 3D model of each letter. And the idea of building a physical form out of tiny layers is how the first 3D printers worked and came to be. I did not know that. I always assumed that just a, a regular printer just stained the paper. I did too. Although now that I'm thinking about it, that doesn't make sense because if you print something, you can't, you don't flip it over and you can see it like on yeah. the other side of the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's super that is interesting. So that's how it, it became to be printing, like 3D printing. Okay. Um, because okay. if everything like builds up, it would just like stack off the page. So what makes 3D printers work and this is actually what's really interesting so when i first got into 3d printing the curious thing about the 3d printing world is there's not someone out there to be like here this is how you 3d print like even when you get the yeah the 3d printer it's kind of like here's the 3d printer good luck right like, there's, yeah, there's so like figure it out. you're like well what do i how do i code like what do i i can't just push like print on my computer and it prints so yeah. you start by designing a 3d object on an ordinary home pc and then you connect it to a 3d printer press print and sit back and watch that's how everyone thinks it is Right, that's like the dream scenario right that, That's there. the dream scenario. But, you know, there's <laughs> different 3D printing softwares that you can download onto your computer. Basically, the process is a bit like making a loaf of sliced bread, but you're doing it in reverse. So re imagine baking each individual slice of bread and then gluing them together into a whole loaf, as opposed to making a whole loaf okay. and then slicing it like a baker does. That's okay. basically what a 3D printer is doing. So it turns the whole object into a thousand tiny little slices. And then it makes it from the bottom up slice by slice. And those tiny layers stick together to form a solid object. And each layer can be very, very complex, meaning the 3D printer can create moving parts like hinges and wheels and parts of the same object. And you could literally yeah. print a whole bike, like handlebars, saddle, frame, wheels, brakes, pedals, chains, like ready assembled without using any tools. Oh my gosh, that would take forever. That would be a very long print. So it's basically just a matter <laughs> of like leaving the gaps in the right places and like create, like how do you create the structure to make it all print as one? Occasionally I'll watch the tested Adam Savage YouTube channel, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. This series, they're making like a basically a model from a video game, a spaceship and... Mm -hmm. Um, they had to 3D print all of the pieces. It was really fascinating to like hear the person talk about like, you know, you have to put in all the support structures that then they, they get broken yeah. off and all of that kind of stuff. And where do you put those and like stuff inside the print to give it structure so it doesn't just fall apart and things like that that you don't even think about, you know, but you have to. Yeah, <laughs> You got to think about it when you're making these things. You do, because that's the thing is like when you do a 3D print, it's not solid. You could probably make it solid, but... You definitely can, but the majority of people don't. Yeah, because it would just take so much of the uh, the resin or plastic or whatever you're using. Yeah. The object you're printing is thick, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be solid. So there's different types of support that even when you're in there creating it, it'll be like, do you want this support, this support, this support? And they all tell you what kind of right. strength they have. So like some of them are octagon, some of them are triangles, some of them are circles, some of that, like it depends yeah. on what you need. They'll put it inside. So it's really, really interesting. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. But I think what's really cool are the opportunities for 3D printing. And we're going to talk about how it's impacting you and I's everyday lives and how it could impact the future. But you know when you've broken something and then you can't, you find out that it can't, it's like not sold anywhere else. Like it's an old piece right. and it's like, oh, they don't okay. sell it anymore and you literally can't replace it. Well, this is where right. 3D printing has really come into play and has become really handy, actually. You just print a new one. You just go on the internet, find right. the scan of it, and then print the new one for what you need. And if you're really, really good, right. you can basically like design your own and print it. Yeah, this whole like world of 3D printing very much lends itself to like the old school DIYer, like, you know, just yeah. figuring stuff out, trying it a million different ways, like tweaking things or whatever, because that's what you have to do. But even more so, just like that, where it's like, you know, you're at home, you find this thing that needs to be fixed instead of whatever, going to the store and like trying to buy something or whatever. No, you just like model it and make it yourself, print it on the 3D printer. Print and a new there one. you go. Like, yeah, like I think that's it's really cool. Um, it's awesome. That that's a possibility. It's crazy because it's a world where, like you said, where you can almost make anything at home. This is also a world like in the 3D printing world where items are made to measure to your requirements. So that means furniture is yeah. made to fit your home. Shoes would be made to fit your feet. Door handles made to fit your hand. Meals printed at your taste at the touch of a button, yeah. potentially, even in a 3D printing world. Like they could print food eventually one day, maybe. I hope not. Yeah. That does that sounds like a little too aggressive in my opinion, but you know. But even like medicine, bones, organs, and skins to treat injuries. That would be the massive breakthrough of like when somebody needs an organ donation. Yeah. And it's like instead of going through the long process of trying to find somebody that, oh, this one would take this or, you know, they're a match. You could just take the person's skin or uh, stem cells and print them a 100% match organ and the, there's your donation. It would be crazy. That would be absolutely game changing. Yeah. The yeah mills printed to taste. Uh, I guess that would be interesting. <laughs> I would maybe it, try it once. Have you seen, it was like trending and like getting advertised Ugh, on the, the chicken. internet. There was a, the square food. There was one that was like chicken, but they look like little cubes kind of, or like little boxes No. of food. No, I was not um, getting that one. It looks very like futuristic. It's literally just like the one that I kept seeing was rice, broccoli, and chicken. And it's just like three equally sized uh, little cubes that you just cut into. And it, it looks, like, I mean, it looks like it's like jello or something. Um, no, but thank it's you. supposedly Ugh. it's supposedly made of those things. Which so to me, I'm like, well, if you're 3D printing, that's what it's gonna turn out, right? You're, yeah. you're gonna print. It's not a gonna block look of, like broccoli. It's gonna be a cube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna look like a freaking block of uh, Jello broccoli Literally, or whatever. Though. Oh, that's so yucky. Yeah, for <laughs> me, that's where I draw the line is uh, 3D printed food. That is, <laughs> is not it for me. If you if you want me to do something yeah. else, sure, but that is not it. It's wild because we're talking about this now. You know, if you're wealthy, 3D printing is like very helpful to your life. Like you can get the best 3D printers and the stuffs out there and do all the the fancy funky things. Right. Try Googling personalized 3D printed products and like you'll see for yourself like there's all kinds of stuff out there. Yeah. And if you think about it, how crazy like we all were like, oh my gosh, you can do this with like, we're all like, oh my gosh, how can you do that with 3D printing? 
But literally, tw- like, 20 years ago, if you were to be like, hey, you're going to shop for your groceries on your iPad, we would all been like, what? <laughs> no, we not. Like, that's disgusting. Right. Like, what? How? What? But it's yeah. super interesting because I think, you know, 3D printing is the future. It's like the, It's like a next thing. It is. Very much so. That's the interesting thing. And this is how it always is, um, unfortunately, is, you know, people are talking about in this current day and age, like AI being the next thing, this technology, 3D printing technology, not as like massive as AI is, but I think it is a, a, a smaller but still substantial scientific and just uh, engineering shift that will happen. Um, I'm telling you more 3D printed coding things is just the way to go all these things it all involves coding if if you are listening to this podcast and trying to figure out what to do with your life or trying to like you're young and you're like I am looking for like something like a new hobby or something to be curious about get into the world of coding you will be unstoppable truthfully there's so many yeah. job sectors that that's that's the future right there is if you know how to do that you're gonna be set you're pretty much irreplaceable but no the thing i was i was gonna say with that that it is like the unfortunate thing of you know with all of these advancements generally it's the wealthy that can take advantage of it first because when something is developed generally it's very it's still very expensive it has to be you know it takes more years of development to bring that cost down Mm mm-hmm to where everyone else can use it and like it makes me think of like tesla like tesla cars yeah they made them they just recently made them more affordable like ten thousand dollars to get a tesla yeah because they are trying to push it like they're like they've figured out how to make them cheaper how to make the tech better yeah and everything else so you know it all trickles down eventually i just wish it wouldn't trickle down that way and it would just be a little bit more accessible all the time for everyone so something you wouldn't really think about uh they actually use 3d printing for various disaster relief efforts and have they've actually become increasingly apparent so perhaps the most compelling use of 3d printing for disaster relief was by field ready a tech oriented ngo which relied on 3d printing to make water pipe fittings and washers on the fly after several earthquakes in nepal in april of 2015 really on the fly didn't have to wait for anything didn't have to find anything like super awesome could you imagine your house is like springing a leak and like they had to have been printed those like super fast you can change the speed of your printer to make it faster slower more like depending on what you need but like they must have been whipping these suckers out i mean but it makes sense though like especially in I assume, you know, a very remote area of Nepal or whatever. It's like, okay, I'm going to go, we're going to go into this area. Oh, these people's houses are, are flooding. Yeah. They can't just run down the street to the local Home Depot no. and grab some pipe fittings. No. Could you so, imagine like being in your house and like it's flooding and you're like, hold on, let me print this real quick. <laughs> let me get this, let me get this print going real quick. Uh, Yeah, okay. I mean, it, but it's cool though. Like if you it live, is. you know, even... Um, you know, where I grew up, the closest Home Depot was an hour and a half. Oh my gosh. So it's like That's two hours. You know, there's th- it's actually yeah, three hours if, to go to Home Depot. That's true. Th- three hour drive to go there and back. So if you could oh just gosh. like three D print, you know, say you needed a little something, sure. like you're doing some renovations, you just three D print it, that saves you three hours of driving right there. Literally. Mom though. and dad, are you listening to this right now? Let's get one. 
my dad yeah <laughs> I, I could see him getting into 3d printing maybe that'll be his next thing yeah he can build a shovel <laughs> you know you can print metal too which is kind of crazy that's crazy so in other words like 3d printing's suitability for producing spare parts has the potential to help communities in disaster areas to rebuild infrastructure way more quickly and then from another perspective makers in japan devised a 3d printing drone it's called the x vein and it's built specifically for rapid disaster relief and specifically search and rescue missions fascinating right so i would assume it's probably just so they can make like a ton of them and they're very cheap yeah so if they go down it's like Okay. It's not a big deal. Yep. Yeah, they can just deploy them and it's not super expensive or whatever and probably quicker than getting like a DJI drone in there. There's also been a number of construction 3D printing companies such as Contour Crafting and they have said their in pseudo 3D printing technologies can be developed to disaster zones to rebuild homes in a cost, time and labor efficient manner. Right. Like this is the big one, you know, talking about it when you were mentioning disaster relief Mm -hmm. like that was where my mind went was like i feel like just the other day i saw a video on reddit of like a giant concrete 3d printer yes there are like they 3d print concrete and it is insane i mean yeah if you could you know a hurricane or whatever smashes an area and then you like deploy one of those Mm -hmm. in the area to like start printing walls or what like that's that would be cool it would be super cool speaking of it a house can be 3d printed for around four thousand dollars oh no way yeah so the last disaster relief application for 3d printing can also have a positive impact outside of disaster areas so as 3d printed houses have been touted as a possible solution for low-income housing Earlier this uh-huh. year, Icon and News Story made headlines for their $4,000 3D printed house. And the 3D printed okay. technology used for the build is reportedly capable of constructing a single story, 600 to 800 square foot home in under 24 hours. And is ultimately in, yeah, intended for producing housing in developing areas. 24 hours. It can do 600 to 800 square feet. Dang, that thing's cooking. Cooking. There's also a creative. Cool. It is super cool because there's a creative design agency also called From Lab that's also purposed the development of 3D printed pods to help house New York's homeless and eventually to combat homelessness in every city. And the pod project called Home consists of a prefabricated outer aluminum shell with 3D printed polycarbon interior modules and fitted with a customizable range of interiors. Fascinating. Putting it to good work. Let me tell you, we love to see that. Yeah, like a $4,000 3D printed house. I would live in it. You would live in it? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it's nice, you know, why not? Like, I've seen some of those tiny houses that they're making out of, Mm -hmm. like, shipping containers. Oh, yeah. They're They're super sick. they're they're super nice aside like it was saying you know especially in developing areas yeah or obviously disaster relief areas i mean that's amazing you can deploy a house every 24 hours literally you know, 600 to 800 square feet for four thousand mm-hmm. dollars like that could be huge in a developing area it could be huge it's like like that's life-changing 
Oh yeah, like for the yeah for the people there. I mean that yeah. is because obviously, obviously, you know, I would assume in disaster relief and even in developing areas, that cost is probably covered by someone else. Mm-hmm. So that could be. I mean, that's life changing a life changing structure for someone. Yes, it really is. Talking about saving something else, um, we're also okay. using three D printing to save coral reefs. Ooh. This summer has been very, very hard on our oceans and coral reefs because the water temperatures have been so toasty. But some of the most diverse ecosystems on the planet is a coral reef. And with them being the most diverse, they are also the most fragile. So in recent years, especially the underwater ecosystems have suffered tremendously from rising water temperatures and are not expected to survive for much longer. Oh, I could go into a whole thing. I will not because I'm going to reframe. But I could go into a whole thing about coral reefs and like why they are so important and why we should be taking it more seriously and why ocean water temperature matters. Like there's so much there that matters that it just like really irritates me that people don't understand the chain reaction of all these things. Like people are like, oh my gosh, there's so many sharks on our shoreline. Well, duh, there's nothing else to eat at these coral reefs where they normally hang out at because it's dead. I feel like you could say that about almost any natural resource. Yes. You know, talking about like people not understanding the chain reaction if this coral, well, how about like uh, for it? I don't know, the Amazon rainforest maybe yeah. <laughs> or something, you know, like there's so many things where it's like uh, people just aren't thinking about the consequences that could come from yeah. certain things. But it's crazy. Yeah. It's truly crazy. Yeah. So the grim reality of coral reefs is uplifted somewhat by a number of recent efforts to use 3D printing to reinvigorate coral growth and sustain the many aquatic species that live in the reefs. And one such effort is being heralded by (laughs) Emerging Objects Boston Ceramics and the S-E-C-O-R-E organization. Is that C-Core? I think it's the C-Core organization. And consists of 3D printing settlement substrates that meet coral larvae's needs as well as requirements for efficient reef restoration. Okay. Coral so they larvae. are printing <laughs> they're printing settlements that allow coral to grow on them. Yes. They're really cool. So if you guys go on and look at it, you can go on like literally if you search like 3D printed coral reefs, they are really neat looking cuz they kind of look like coral but then they grow coral on them and it just gives the coral a safe place to grow without being harmed and they're doing this at really deep parts of the ocean so that they can then bring the coral up and put it in different areas hopefully real coral can grow as well like it'll kind of encourage coral growth but also because even if that doesn't happen there's there's a lot of species a lot of fish you know, watch Finding Nemo. There's a lot of fish that hang out in coral and, and rely on it. Yeah. As a hiding spot. <laughs> rely on it. Yeah. As, as a place to like be safe and, and whatever. And so this is, if that's gone, then obviously that affects the species. So this is a another way to have a place for protection and for, for them to like thrive. I mean, without it, like, I don't know, they're kind of doomed. So I'm, I'm very yeah. happy about it. And so because of the 3D printing's ability to create internal geometricies and textures, real coral structure can actually be mimicked. And they hope by placing these coral lookalikes in the ocean, the coral polyps will be able to grow around them and species dependent on coral for protection can thrive, just like we just talked about. Yeah. So... 
Yeah. It's exciting. Like there's so many good things that can come from 3D printing and I'm excited to see where it goes because like like we said earlier, possibilities are endless. Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, there's so many uh, of these things that we talk about on this podcast that really have me hopeful for the future. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I've said that so many times, <laughs> but it's so true. Like there's things like this where it's like, you know, like we said, can you imagine uh, going into kidney failure and needing a kidney and instead of being stuck on a list and having to have all your loved ones tested, they can just print one for you and you're good. Yeah. That would that would be game changing for so many people or even like a heart transplant or something mm -hmm. like amazing. And but then also, you know, the stuff with coral and disaster relief housing, um, all of that would just be so game changing for so many people. It would. And it's good to see people doing good with it. I mean, that's, yeah, I guess that's the real <laughs> thing. You know, the people, you know, because uh, like, obviously, like I said, this 3D printing very much is like a hobby kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's people that are making things and selling them as like a cool little business, which is awesome. But the fact that people are pushing that technology further and trying to use it to like make some change as well, like that is, that's great. That's Pretty so cool. Pretty sick, honestly. Scott. Thank you so much for suggesting that uh, and possibly your Apple podcast rating review yeah. if that was also you. <laughs> Thank you for that. A very interesting pod and I think very thought-provoking, inspiring technology that like I, I can't wait to see what, it, what becomes of it in the future. Me too. I'm excited. Guys, science pals out there, if you like the podcast and you want to suggest your own topic... You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. If you're listening on Spotify now, uh, you can answer the question that comes after you listen that'll say like, what do you want to see or what do you want to hear next? And we're checking those now as well. So you can leave it there. If you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that really helps out the show. Really um, helps out. So yeah, but all of those, if you want to get in touch, that's how you can get in touch with us. Um, and we love hearing from you guys. We do more than anything. Feel free to just say hi. Tell us your favorite part. Yeah. What's most interesting? Doesn't have to be an idea or whatever. It yeah. can be a joke. You can just tell us how your day went. Whatever, whatever you're feeling. Whatever's the vibe. Whatever you want to say, we want to hear it. Uh, so please reach out. We love hearing from you guys. And I think that's it for this week's episode. Yeah, that's it. That's all. Friends, if you would like, keep listening for those other podcasts that you might have missed because, you know, we're rolling up on 100 now. So make sure you scroll back, listen to some oldies. Yeah. They're definitely good. Definitely. There's so much science for you to learn out there. Keep looking out. Until the next yeah. one, we'll chat with you all later. Bye, science pals. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.